0: Hey guys, it's Becca here, the worship pastor for Pathway Church, and we are here doing our second interview for the Inside Out series, Ask Your Pastor podcast special. And today I'm interviewing our lead executive pastor, Pastor Brian, and hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay. I'm just going to have you introduce yourself for those who may not know who you are, and then we will just jump into the questions that people sent in.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm Brian, the pastor at Pathway. And um, yeah, that's, that's who I
0: am.
1: <laughs> so, Simple make, as that. Yeah, not to make that awkward. But. Um,
0: okay, so um, as you guys know, we have allowed you guys to send in questions to get to know each of our pastors on a deeper level. And no matter how serious or lighthearted or funny your questions may be, um, we're just going to answer them. So, the first one someone asked, Who are some of your favorites to listen to when it comes to preaching?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I listen to I, I try to listen to a couple guys every week. Uh, Stephen Furtick is one of them, I listen to him every week at Elevation. Um, I try to listen to Craig Rochelle, Pastor Craig. Um, try to listen to, um, oh. Uh, uh, Tim Keller, uh, pastor at Redeemer Presbyterian in New York City, um, every week. Uh, those are my main ones. Maybe Chris Hodges, at Church of the Highlands. Um, but yeah, those are those are the main guys that I try to listen to every week.
0: That's cool. What do you like? Why do those guys stand out to you?
1: Um, I like uh, Stephen Furtick. Uh, I like because I. I think his style is a lot of my style or my style is his style. Um, also, uh, I like that he is, uh, he can, he can be in depth on things, but he also uses a lot of, um, I don't want to say pop culture references. <laughs> but, uh, and he can be really funny, uh, and really practical as well. And, and, um, uh, just kind of, I just kind of relate to that style of teaching a lot. Yeah. Um, Pastor Craig is just solid. I really always like him. Uh, Tim Keller, is, the thing that I like about all these guys is they're all very different. They're all opposite of each other in their teaching approach or preaching approach, and and I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Keller's the opposite. He's he's much more of a teacher. He just kind of talks, but yet it's very deep. It's very thought provoking, uh, and they all just kind of present. Uh, God's message from a very different angle, which I really like. So it yeah. really just helps me think outside the box.
0: And then Chris Hodges, he's like with, like an arch church like that. Yeah, right? he was,
1: yeah, he was the first uh, arch church ever uh, back in 2001. Wow. And uh, so uh, now they're like the second or third largest church in, in America. Um, but he has a very different approach, very just kind of pastoral. So I like to listen to him. Um, Tony Evans, uh He's in Dallas, so I listen to him every now and then. I really like him. Uh, sometimes even Rick Warren. So just just try to expose myself to uh, all kinds of different guys uh, yeah. and approaches. So cool. Yeah.
0: This next question is super super serious. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So it says, did you name your son after Garth Brooks?
1: <laughs> no. Um, you know, what is funny about that is we seriously get that question more often than you would think.
0: Because you're in love with Garth Brooks. I
1: get. I don't. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, quick side story my uncle owns a tractor dealership in Tulsa and sold him a tractor back years ago like decades ago that's crazy uh but no we did not uh we actually named him after brooks and Dunn, the other kind of uh people like all the time ask us that and like no we just like the name so
0: nice okay (laughs) that's good um being a pastor having to be quote unquote on every week how do you handle when you aren't really feeling it or you're going through a rough season oh
1: that's good Mm -hmm. uh and if we're gonna be super transparent i think we should yeah Um, why not yeah um i was feeling that yesterday actually, (laughs) Uh, very much um not necessarily because anything bad is you know happening everything's good it's just you know, you're a normal person like everybody else. Right. And, um, and you know, you have good and bad days, quote unquote. And, um, you just, yeah, it, it is hard. Um, yesterday was one of those days where, where you're just not, uh, feeling it, not because anything bad or anything like that, not because you didn't pray or because bad stuff, but you just, it's just life. And, uh, sometimes the, the enemy really attacks you mentally, psychologically, and, and you're trying to, uh, Preach and tell other people about God's goodness, and yet in your mind there's a war going on the whole time you're trying to tell yeah. other people about God's goodness that the enemy's attacking you. So, um, so just learning. You know, at first I would have really uh, lost those battles, and now I've learned to, for the most part, learn how to fight through them. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's it's easy or fun, but uh, just really like yesterday just as a really practical example during the last song of worship, I always go behind the curtain to get ready to go up on stage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was back there just praying. You, I always pray obviously, but I was really praying like, God, I, this, I don't want to be here. I don't want to <laughs> be doing this right now. Uh, I love pathway, but man, it's for whatever reason, this is just tough today. It's one of the toughest days for whatever reason that I had. And I was really praying and, uh, dur- like I literally was praying and I, I told you this back on Slack, but uh, as I was literally was praying, uh, this hasn't really happened before, but as I was praying, God, I just, man, this is hard, blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, you, from the stage where you said, hey, I just feel God is saying to some of you, you need to not worry about the results right now. You're getting frustrated because you want to see the results. Um, And God is saying just to relax, rest in his arms and just trust him. uh, Give the battle to him. He's going to fight it for you. And I mean, literally at that moment, I was praying that you said that, and I was, I just was in tears behind the curtain, like, he's like, okay, God, uh, you know, I trust you. And so, um, so that really, and, and that, that really made a huge difference for the rest of my day. It just radically changed my attitude. Um, and then just like anybody else, um, this, you know, it's just, sometimes you have those tougher seasons, and then, and then truly hold to God's Word. I've really yeah. been holding to uh, Galatians 6, uh, 9, I believe, of um, don't grow weary doing good, because in due season, God will send a harvest of blessing if you don't give up. So, so just that, of just holding on to God's Word when you don't see it, when you don't feel it, when it's hard, when it feels like you're taking five steps backwards to stay focused and um, to stay faithful. And that's where to me, faith is real when you don't feel it. That's real faith. Yeah, uh, It's easy to be faithful when everything's going your way and you see the results, but it's a lot harder when it's, you don't see
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is church planting what you expected it to be?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I get that a lot. Um, yeah, it's honestly this is the total opposite of what I just said. <laughs> but, um, it's actually more a lot more fun than I thought. It really, just really not yesterday, but you yeah, know. yeah, minus <laughs> yesterday, um, yeah. Uh, no, it really is a lot more fun uh, than I than I thought. And, and I, uh, you know, I don't want this to sound bad, but it's a lot easier than I thought. Uh, I think to so, a lot of the training that we went through, talking to other guys, uh, church planters they made it sound like it was the hardest, most difficult thing in the world. And there are challenging moments, but everybody has challenging moments in what they do in life. Right, so, yeah. um, you know, but it, but it, I think that when you truly are called by God, when you're truly passionate about it and you love it, you know, it's kind of those things where it's not, you don't mind the hard work. You don't mind the tough days as much. Um, so yeah, it, it really is a lot more. I thought fundraising would be hard. It really wasn't. It was, I enjoyed it. I thought, uh, getting the team to get all that stuff. I mean, just, just trusting God and give it to him. It, it's been a lot more fun and, and in, in a way a lot easier than I thought. So yeah, yeah. I would, I, some guys said, Oh, I'd never do it again. Oh, that's I would do it again. I loved it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. when,
0: when you said like, I don't even remember what you said that jogged my memory of this, but when I was in high school, like basketball was my passion. And if I like at the end of the game, when we got back to the locker room, if I was not just like on the ground because I couldn't go anymore, I was like, I should have done more. Like I could have, I could have done more. And on Sundays, like by the end of the day, I just am like passed out on my bed. I'm like, everything hurts, everything. I'm so tired, but I love it because like I'm passionate about it and I want to give it my all. And I think like what you said, when you're passionate about it, when it's something you truly believe in, right. even though it's hard, it's still fun and you right. want to do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. That's good.
0: Um, let's see. Next question. What would you tell someone who feels called to ministry but also doesn't feel equipped or ready?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I, people kind of talk to me about that a lot. And um, to me, you know, I've had people say, well, I want to I be in ministry, but I don't have a background in that. I have no experience in that. And I kind of honestly say that's exactly, in my opinion, who God is looking for. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: you know, because you look at the Bible and most of the people, not every of the people, but were people that didn't have any background or experience, but yet God called them. And the main thing to me is if God calls you, your big responsibility is not experience or whatever uh, or training. It's to say yes. And so it, it, when God calls you to do something, then say yes and do it. Um so I'm, I'm very passionate about that, about uh, training people or helping people uh, take those first steps to do what they feel God has called them to do. Um, I think sometimes we we put uh, maybe too much emphasis on education and experience and everything else. And that's very important. But I think passion and, and just following God and saying yes is what matters the most.
0: Yeah, because even people that do have experience, like I, I think... I mean, we reverence ministry so much as, like, a high a high responsibility, and it is, but even when you have experience, it feels like you're still not yeah. equipped or capable of doing it. I know whenever I – I mean, I've done music my whole life and have been, like, on stage on Sundays my whole life, but I've never been, like, the worship pastor. And so even to make that phone call to you – to maybe right. interview about this, I was like, I don't know if I'm, like, capable of it. Like, why would they want me to do it? I don't know. <laughs> but, I, I mean, it's been, it's great. And sometimes you kind of just learn as you go. Yeah. But, I mean, if God's called you to do it, he won't, he's not going to fail you. You know, yeah. he'll He'll put the right people in place as you go to, that's another thing, like, with our, our band and stuff, and even with our other Purpose team members, like, it's like anytime we feel like we're losing somebody that we can't do it without, God sends the right. next person just in yep. time. And we're exactly. like, oh, well, God knew it. Right. Like I should have just been patient and trusted yeah. him. Yep. Um,
1: exactly.
0: But yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so this is like the last question, and we're asking everyone this. So if you listened <laughs> to Pastor Corriendo's podcast, yep. you probably <laughs> are prepared a little bit more than she was. Yep. So, if you could have dinner with one person, who would it be, what would you eat, and where would you go? Garth Brooks. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, no, um, yeah, no, uh, I, uh, honestly, uh, uh, George Washington is who I would eat with. Nice. Um, hands down, he is, uh, I hope he's in heaven, I don't know if he is or not. Uh, historians are all over the map on his spiritual life, but, uh. If he is, he's going to be one of the first people I want to meet and hang out with. He's, he's just my, one of my top three people in the world. So I would love to, uh, meet him. Uh, I would probably just be so honored to meet the first president, uh, and the man that won the, the revolutionary war I'd be like, you pick where we go. To <laughs> like, uh, but if, if there's so many know, new
0: things now, like yeah, you could just pick what you want to try. Yeah, uh,
1: and I probably wouldn't want to eat food from back then. Um, <laughs> I would probably say, uh, man, maybe either either like a Cattleman's Steakhouse or a Swadley's or a Whataburger. I can go all <laughs> over the map. Um, I'm not that picky. I'm so not fancy necessarily. the choices. Yeah. Um, my main thing is I would want him to be comfortable right, in whatever right. environment. So, yeah, uh, George Washington and um, probably wherever he would want to go. So... <laughs>
0: All right. Well, any last thoughts? Uh, No, I
1: don't think so. It was fun.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for um, listening to this special podcast today with Pastor Brian. And be on the lookout for Pastor Kyle and uh, my interview coming up in the next couple of weeks. So have a good day.